are back. Hello, everyone. Um, it's been uh, ups and downs as uh, I'm see- seeing that the uh, podcast is doing uh, somewhat well, um, regardless of the fact that I've been uh, silent for the last few weeks. Um, ce qui se passe, c'est que dernièrement avec euh, l'école, les trois jobs, ça commençait à devenir une charge quand même relativement importante mentale. J'avais de la difficulté à pouvoir m'investir dans le podcast. Mais in light of recent events, things have changed and I've come to a point where I have to make some decisions, but I will be continuing the podcast because I think it is relevant and that sharing some of this uh, knowledge, experience, and information could still help people. Um, so, uh, some of that. More about that. So, what has been going on in the last few uh, time periods? Well, uh, I had a downfall with my roommate. So, what does that mean? Quelles sont les implications? Eh bien, I've learned about myself uh, maybe a bit more uh, throughout that experience of, uh, you know, uh, kicking out the roommate. And that experience um, has been directly linked to my personal experiences. And I've kind of like learned to appreciate this aspect of myself um, and so I shall I shall divulge this bit of information essentiellement ce qui arrive ou ce qui est arrivé c'est que le colloque que j'ai choisi est une personne qui euh, relativement un bon payeur je dirais et aussi avec qui j'ai eu une expérience de vie similaire par rapport à mes expériences professionnelles. Et on avait aussi des champs d'intérêt en commun, donc je, j'ai décidé d'y aller de l'avant avec ça. Cependant, avant qu'un an euh, fût même euh, le, le, la marque démarcatrice, là, si on veut, de notre colocation, malheureusement, cette personne a euh, démontré euh, des comportements qui, malheureusement, ne peuvent... Selon moi, je, je ne pouvais pas tolérer plus longtemps. Um, on their part, I don't think I was being too demanding, but being this negligent towards me and my... Um, my goods, my... Uh, my stuff, my... You know, mon électro, everything I had just bought or gotten in in very good condition was now getting used in a very negligent way and I couldn't afford to keep them if he was going to break them. So after a lot of time and a few things being broken, I thought that it was enough after a while 
and I said I wrote him a letter explaining unfortunately this will I just wanted written proof that I had um, given him some time to get out legally speaking in Quebec you need 60 days you need to warn somebody and they you need to be able to prove that they have been informed and that they have 60 days that's the legal amount of time to get out of a house where they are staying in as their main residence so um once that happened i was a bit annoyed at the last thing that had been broken because that whole experience was very uh c'était très désagréable essentiellement euh, des injustices puis euh, de la, encore une fois de la négligence puis euh, rendu là c'est comme quasiment du non respect donc euh, i don't tolerate that kind of stuff and i didn't enjoy it then i don't enjoy it now so Uh, that type of behavior is something that I, I don't tend to respond well to. Um, so, you know, after those things happened, I was a bit more direct with my words um, to, sh- to make sure that the messages would get across without being dis- disrespectful, of course, but just a bit more cor- uh, direct. And it is um, something that I've learned to do over the time because being direct with people is not necessarily um, the most socially um, accepted behavior, nor is it fun in regards to how you make people feel or how it sounds like because everybody wants to be appreciated and loved or not hated at the very least. So that, that's kind of a hard thing to, I find, develop uh, the skill to be able to talk clearly, but then not be offensive um, and being direct. Um, something that I adopt also in, in work uh, as work ethics, because the amount of time that I've been screwed over by things that have been said at work or done where I should have been direct um, and respectful in my way of of, of approach has uh, could have maybe not saved me, um, but could have not saved necessarily the job, but would have saved me a certain amount of dignity and understanding of the situation. So at this point, This person decided to become very ambivalent, evasive, and sneaky, which made me uncomfortable. And um, at that point, they were only coming in and out of the house when they knew that I wouldn't be around, which again triggered a this is weird response from me because the days that I had the opportunity to stay home instead of going to work that's when I crossed him uh, or them 
I had to double check if my emails, my text messages, and my calls were going through because I hadn't heard from him in a while. Um, and turns out that he blocked me on all the platforms so that I couldn't communicate with him. This person decided to not take direct blame for what they did and blame me instead and become, like I said, evasive and not... N'assumez pas ses responsabilités, essentiellement. Euh, oui, la personne était un peu plus jeune, mais malheureusement, euh, c'est une leçon hein, qui va, que cette personne va pouvoir apprendre et éventuellement, j'espère que je lui, je lui souhaite hein, le meilleur. Cependant, pour moi, ce n'est pas ce que j'avais besoin dans mon vie. So, yeah, budget-wise, it's not as fun, um, but it is what it is, and I will see if I do find another roommate or um, if I keep going with my current plan of action. So, that's the first thing that's been going on, and... Most people, I would think, know that when something is not right in your personal space where you live, it... I'm sorry for using this language, but it really fucks up your whole vibe. Um, when, like, you know going home is going to be annoying and toxic, you don't want to be home and your sleep is not going to be as restful... Um, your food is not going to taste as good. You're not going to be as hungry. You're not going to be as healthy because you're not healthy mentally in your own space. I had a very interesting conversation with a very close family member about personal space and, um, you know, your state of mind in which in... I've noticed this too, but... I don't know if there's any research that supports this um, yet, but essentially, being in a messy environment could signify that you're in a troubled state of mind in your own personal space. Um, the distinction here was that once the room they had, or they have, was very trashy if I may say so and outside the room their room everything was much cleaner and they were much more motivated to do things because it's it I, I'm guessing it felt less annoying to have and less encumbered so it was just more uh, it was just easier to get things done and more motivating So, at that point, we kind of talked about it, and I, I found very interesting the introspection that, that happened there, where taking the time to trying to understand why they felt the way they felt about going in their room and doing something, and out their room doing something, and just looking around and trying to figure out what's triggering this response, you know. One of the things I had mentioned was the fact that perhaps being in your own mind being in your own head doing things would mean accepting the fact that you're in a bad spot and doing something about it so it's a humbling experience in itself right because 
you're kind of like admitting you're you've made mistakes or you've put yourself potentially in in this very hard spot um and your ego doesn't want to accept that because why would anyone accept making mistakes as the rightful thing or keep living in a state of not say mistakes but you know fait que c'était quand même assez intéressant là, comme conversation et expérience pour, euh, pour nous par rapport à ça que je partage avec vous. So, Peut-être qu'il y a l'opportunité pour vous de faire un niveau d'introspection qui vous sera favorable, de simplement prendre le temps d'accepter les émotions que vous vivez et de comprendre les raisons du pourquoi. Il euh, y a ça aussi. Là. You know, I think the a personality, a person is like an onion, uh, and in regards to like layers, right? You have the outer layer, which is like decoration protection, and then you go deeper in until you know whatever is inside is inside but there are levels of trust and there's levels of things you're willing to accept and do for certain people jobs xyz depending on the situation um which kind of brings me to my next point of uh you know my one of my layers qui est la confiance et le respect Quelque chose que je trouve très, très, très important. Euh, une des raisons pour laquelle, une des emplois à laquelle j'ai été travaillé euh, pour un de mes employeurs euh, était gouvernemental et euh, j'ai appris malgré moi que c'est pas parce que tu travailles pour le gouvernement que um, that things will be fair or just because they're managed by people and people can be not nice um hard pill to swallow very hard lesson um me having wanted one en fait je vais dire en français plus simple j'ai toujours voulu garder une certaine naïveté en l'espoir humain en l'espoir de rencontrer des gens qui sont de bonne foi, je pense. Et ça me surprend, ça devrait plus me surprendre, mais pour le besoin de la cause, puis pour garder ma mon stance par rapport à vouloir garder le, le bon dans les gens et ne pas être euh, devenir froid et égoïste. Euh, ça me surprend encore des gens qui sont prêts à à mentir pour euh, t'attaquer. Ce que je trouve euh, en 2022 vraiment particulier avec les, les mouvements MeToo et euh, toutes les choses qui sont exposed. Euh, je trouve ça vraiment particulier. Fait que, est-ce que c'est inconscient, conscient, l'action, ce genre d'action qui est posée là? Euh, 
malheureusement, cette, cette chose a mené à... Ce mensonge a mené à ma termination, à cet emploi, puis euh, qui est maintenant en, en révision avec euh, les, les personnes appropriées. Là. Mais le fait que j'aille à vivre ça, et le fait que la personne a pu encore faire ça, une femme d'ailleurs, euh, en fait, une femme et un homme, ça me... ça me choque quand même, même si ça devrait pas me choquer, parce que je, je sais que les gens sont capables de ce genre de choses-là, et des atrocités bien pires, bien sûr, mais c'est le contexte dans lequel ça a été fait que je trouve particulièrement choquant, tu sais, euh, dans une entreprise qui est censée être régie avec ardeur, justice et intégrité, on permet quand même ce genre de comportement et c'est le genre de comportement que j'ai essayé de dénoncer qui m'a peut-être mis dans la situation que je suis par rapport à cet emploi. Fait que, très déçu euh, de cette expérience. Ça a été très lourd et difficile pour moi euh, pendant une semaine au moins là, euh, de digérer cette, euh, cet impact, cette chose cette expérience. Euh, puis... C'est lourd parce que... C'est presque impossible de... rester 100%... Euh, pas 100% clean, tu sais. Je pense que... Si tu peux pas te déstresser à ta job, si t'es toujours obligé d'être 100% performant au travail. Euh, je pense pas nécessairement que c'est un bon environnement de travail. Si tu es capable... Qu'est-ce que je veux dire par là? Qu'est-ce que ça veut dire être 100% au travail? Être 100% au travail, ça veut dire que la minute que tu rentres au travail, tu pas vraiment le temps de parler avec tes collègues de travail, t'as pas le temps d'avoir une relation avec tes collègues de travail, t'as pas le temps d'avoir une vie de travail autre que simplement juste travailler. Pour moi, ça, c'est pas nécessairement un bon environnement de travail. Je pense qu'un bon environnement de travail va avoir son... sa balance de genre de travail efficace, de travail moins efficace, puis on est des humains, tu sais. Oui, on est routinier, mais tu peux pas, de la même façon que tu peux pas être 100% performant à 100% du temps, ben ça s'applique aussi au travail. Oui, le travail le demande, ça. C'est. Tu sais, tu peux pas, encore une fois, on dit avec des humains, une question de confiance, je pense, et de d'attente. L'attente écrite, l'attente que tout le monde connaît devrait être la même et devrait être juste équitable et les gens qui sont le plus capables de suivre cette ligne directrice oui, devraient être récompensés peut-être mieux que quelqu'un qui est un petit peu plus euh, mollo, mais qui respecte quand même les règles euh, par rapport euh, à l'emploi pourquoi? parce que c'est pas tout le monde encore une fois, tu as ta vie de famille, tu as ta santé mentale, tu as ta santé physique, tu as 
tes expériences de vie, de ta maturité, c'est vraiment beaucoup de choses qui rentrent en ligne de compte pour faire en sorte que tu es ou tu n'es pas efficace une journée donnée. Imagine you got fired because you weren't 100% 100% of the time, even though you were 100% of the time, 99% of the time, and that one time that you were below 100%, they said that's cause to fire you. Nobody does that, right? And so there is an expectation of, yes, you're supposed to be doing your job. I'm not necessarily expecting you to be giving uh, you to give me your entire life's work of desire for said job. Ideally, you'll find a job that you like and enjoy, but still, um, you know, you have to be understanding. You have to be reasonable, especially if you want uh, your employees to stay and, and trust you and be comfortable telling you when something is wrong uh, with work, when something needs to change. Um, and that would not be to fire them because they've asked you or brought up information that, um, you know, you didn't want to hear. That's, I mean, yeah, that's just, uh, weird. So, um, at that point. I'm left with um, some lingering feelings about the situation and thoughts about what to do with the situation and how to deal with it because uh, it's just not fun um, that somebody can lie about you and you lose your job. So. Um, Yeah, I will be using all the resources that I have to my disposal to try and have justice be done because I think it's just, again, do I deserve it? I don't think anybody deserves anything um, per se. So I'm not going to be that type of naive where I'm going to believe that justice is going to follow its course. Um, I'm going to actively look into the situation with the concerned people and the people helping me and looking for me methods and ways to get what is due and to figure out what's the best course of action. It could lead to nowhere, but um, I do know that if I want things to be done properly and I want justice, I need to seek it out and I need to actively Um, not perform, but I need to actively uh, make sure that things are going to happen. So, those are some of the things that have been <coughs> going on um, in the last few weeks in my life. And I do want to go back to a lot of things we've spoken about um, that I've wrote that we will because uh, like I said I am going to continue the podcast but this is why there has been some time to reflect 
to deal with some emotions and um, navigate throughout my own mind and digest these emotions and uh, that experience. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, some other stuff that I've uh, been witness of recently <clears throat> with another very uh, close friend of mine, uh, actually a mentor. This person uh, reached out to ask if we thought that they were a toxic person because of an experience that they have with a very close friend. Uh, this is just to show that how your your relationships and how you cater to them um, has a huge impact on on your yourself and your yeah your 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 health and your well being. Um, and so reading the demand. J'ai compris que ce n'était pas... Ben de un, je le connais, c'est aucunement une personne que je peux considérer toxique. Puis, deuxièmement, euh, de ce que j'ai compris, <coughs> des fois... De, de, de ce que j'ai compris de ce qu'il m'a dit, la personne en question d'après moi, pure spéculation, mais devait être en train de vivre un moment plus ou moins difficile dans sa vie et trouvait ou voulait trouver une personne à blâmer pour ne pas prendre le blâme lui-même et de prendre, être capable de facilement prendre une action qui, euh, qui lui ou elle ressent comme étant une chose that's impactful. So what do I mean by that? It's, let's say I'm going like through something hard and I don't know if this person had a girlfriend or not or boyfriend but um, it's ça va pas bien dans mon couple and you're a good friend of mine and I'm seeing you a lot and uh, for some reason I'm now willing to believe that by severing my ties with you um, my relationship's going to be better because I've been spending too much time with you as a friend and um, you've been toxic to me because you know whatever reason I come up with and that justifies how I feel um, then the easy thing to do would be to push all the blame on my friend and be like you know what I'm cutting my ties with you and so by doing that I'm going to uh, cut out the toxicity in my life um, so reflexively that could sound like a good idea to the person But um, practically, uh, if your friend is, uh, you know, emotionally, but it's your friend, it's your friend, it's sensible. Essentially, you're not only blessed, but you're put in a position of insecurity, potentially. And, you know, it's not just for that person, again, but. Peut-être que c'est littéralement ce que j'ai besoin pour réaliser que, you know, in, in their own personal journey, pour réaliser que la décision prise n'est pas la bonne et que je suis encore malheureux et dans une situation toxique et ça n'avait rien à voir avec mon ami. Euh, moi, j'ai quelque chose de très similaire aussi qui m'est arrivé là, avec euh, un, un de mes anciens colocs qui a eu une euh, copine absolument euh, atroce, toxique et... Euh, une vraie sorcière, là. Euh, c'est genre langue de serpent dans le Seigneur des Anneaux, là. C'est genre 
Sauron. Euh, c'est genre pas l'œil de Sauron, mais Saruman. C'est, c'est... Pas, pas nice. Not nice person. Non. Non. Not a nice. Um, so yeah, just be careful about these people. Hmm. Well, some people feed off that stuff. Some people feed off weakness. Some people feed off and take advantage of um, not necessarily your weakness, but the things that you like and that you need to um, to ruin them and ruin you because that's how they are and they want somebody to feel their misery with them. And um, you might have been the... Uh, you know, the packaging looks nice, but every time you touch it, you hurt yourself and they convince you it's good for you. So keep doing it it's dangerous uh, it's a dangerous experience hopefully you learn from that so that was it for today um very uh heartfelt podcast but we will be going back into um the two last big subjects that we have had uh which was uh incel and um you know growth as a person so with all being said and done thank you for your time um, if you are still here j'apprécie beaucoup uh, encore une fois il y a des gens, ça s'en vient international là. pour vrai il y a des gens de, du, du Mexique j'ai vu aussi euh, c'est ça fait que euh, merci beaucoup puis à bientôt Thank you.